You know, a lot of the guy, you know, Buddhism's not too much different than other religions. They don't really dig it when women are in power, but it happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it happened in Catholicism, too, over the history. Anyway, it's a very feminine practice, but it, you know, naming the things that cause us suffering as uh-huh. demons is an interesting way to look at them. Um, in the thing I like about this work is that um, we take the stuff that's non-rational, we take the spiritual, the experiential, and we make it concrete. Mm-hmm. We live in a world of form. We're used to, our rational mind likes to live in the world of form. Yeah. And it's part of the reason we have a lot of trouble with our feelings, with relationships, even with money. Like These are things that don't necessarily, even money's really an idea more than a con, you know, if you think about it, like the pieces of paper aren't worth anything. Right. Things that, that don't actually have form, we have a lot of trouble with. Sure. Um, and so when we can give it a form, then we can really work with it. That, I mean, it's true. Even when we were trading, like back in the earliest findings in archaeological sites, you find like weird shells that they used as money. Like we, right. we create, for some reason, we've, we need to take our worth Mm-hmm. And our work, and rather than it be itself, like I raised this chicken, you have this chicken, I'm giving you the chicken, and you're giving. There's like a transaction, but we can't live in our transactional world without like these, I don't know, things and stuff to demarcate the transaction. Like here is what I gave. Now you're giving me this. Oh, you don't have anything. Well, now good you gave evening. Me these Welcome to Old Soul Radio. I'm your host, that Professor we all Gable. Right, Yo, it's an agreed upon idea. Yeah. It's only we got Rowan in the it's building an idea and that we've all agreed upon. Intrinsically, there is no such thing as money. Guest sure. of we've honor, we made it up. <laughs> the and, new and champ <laughs> NASA. Let's like give him a round of applause. Let's ruin our lives in pursuit of it. Um, well, I decided to mix all your names together because happy. happy. I'm not really sure what your name is most of the time, but I know who you are as a person, and I appreciate it. I don't know. So. <laughs> Welcome to our show. I would rather uh, be uh, miserable, uh, <laughs> financially destitute than emotionally destitute. Real That's quick, worse when you're just clear. At what I'm hearing in my headphones <laughs> is not yeah, what I you're saying. Is that supposed to be? No, I had to turn that down. I think. All right, there we go. <laughs> so whatever was on there was talking to my. Oh, ears. really? That's because I left the track on. My bad. Let me give him another intro. Let's give uh, new NASA a round of applause. <laughs> Old Soul Radio. Welcome. My friend, welcome. What were you hearing? I was there was this lady and she was talking about um some stuff. <laughs> I was like half listening to you, half listening to her. I heard spirituality, so I was like kinda tuned in. I was like, Oh, that sounds tight. Did she said something about spirituality? Yeah, she did. Okay. So my brain was like, Oh, we right. just keep some spirituality vocals in the background. Yeah, time. man, you got to. So spirituality, that like would you say that that's sort of a central part of yourself? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I grew up. Um, grew up like going to church. I grew up in Virginia. Okay. So like Southern Baptist church vibes. Nice. You know, people doing backflips. Oh, fucking, really? Not really, but that's just like a a thing a, they would say. You that's know, a like, church thing. Um, Southern black churches or just black churches in general? Yeah. Backflips? Okay. Not backflips, but people turning up for show. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Getting the Holy Spirit. I was sort of being literal. I I heard backflips literally. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, people just got a lot of energy. Hell yeah. Spirit flows through. So for those who don't know, um, who, who you are, where exactly are you from and how did you get here today? Well... (laughs) 
<laughs> when a mommy and a daddy. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm from Virginia. Virginia. One town called um, Beals in Virginia um, was okay. I was was where I was raised. The town I was born in was called Warrington, Virginia. I was vo- born in Fauquier Hospital, okay. Fauquier County. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's where I come from, man. What is it like there? Sorry, what's the county? <laughs> Fauquier County. Fog here. Fauquier. Fauquier. Don't say it too fast. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna say it at all because I'm I'm just gonna fuck it up. But yeah. I'm sorry about that. But um, what a what what is it like growing up there, and how does it differ from being here in San Francisco? Hmm. Growing up there. Okay, so let's talk about Bealton, which is still Fauquier County, but different part of the town, or different part of the uh, county, okay. where I essentially grew up. I grew up in a, in between my grandfather's house and my grandmother's house. All right. Um, my mom lived with my grandfather. Okay. And my dad lived with my grandmother. Okay. Um, the vibes were like very... You know, it takes a village type mm-hmm. shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yes. didn't spend all my days at home. Right. You know, it's like I go to cousin's house, mm-hmm. uncles, aunts, neighbors. It's like everybody kind of just helped out. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like that type of community. Mm-hmm. Uh, super, super Southern mm-hmm. hospitality. Mm-hmm. And the difference between here, I'd say, like, one thing I can't, I can't say a difference as far as, like, growing up, because I didn't grow up here. Mm-hmm. But I guess just, like, the... The opportunities, mm-hmm. maybe, and more as far as like more opportunities okay. for sure, mm-hmm. um, musically and things like that, and uh, mm-hmm. just a lot of different outlets, I would say, mm-hmm. that it's, I see. So that's interesting that you bring that up because it's like I've always thought about that, like in like the comparison between like a real city life and I don't know what do you say? Is it rural? It's country as fuck. Country, bro. okay, rural, <laughs> or just like Can any I say rural. Fuck? You could say fuck, yeah. All right, fuck. All right. The cool. only thing you can't. No, I'm just kidding. You can say anything you want. <laughs> but like, like it's true. There's more opportunities to like be in an industry of something in a city. Mm. But in those places, you sort of learn more how to like be yourself, right? Or yeah. be healthy, or like you know, like there's build a balance a tree for sure. or something. You know what I mean? Like okay, so let like I see. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. So growing up there is like um I could go into my granddad's backyard at like five mm-hmm. or six mm-hmm. or walk into the woods mm-hmm. and there not be a big deal. Like mm-hmm. the forest is right there. Right. I could go explore, mm-hmm. like climb trees, get mm-hmm. dirty, do cr- mm-hmm. you know, little shit like that. Mm-hmm. Plant trees. Right. I tried to like grow a tree when I was a kid. It never right. grew, but just the effect of doing that every day. Right. Like that young of an age of like right. trying to do that right exactly so i don't know little things like that the country's dope in that aspect do you feel like you kind of have both of that now that you've really experienced this place as well as that place facts okay for surely and i think coming out here a way that that helped me which i realized when i started to get to know people who just grew up in this environment right i say i was able to uh be balanced mm-hmm. in the midst of 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 the chaos here i've noticed that actually about you that you kind of like have always been like you've always done really great 
like at making music and performing it but i noticed that you're not caught up in some things that i'm caught up in as well as lots of other people or i not that i noticed but i sort of thought that you know what i mean like every it's a frenzy the scene you know what i mean Thanks. like of ego and great stuff too but you know what i mean so like talk about do you, is that a conscious decision? Do you separate yourself from that? And if so, why? When you say why? ego in the context of what and like what? Okay. Like me, just in the city in general? Or? Well, just like in terms of like the music scene, right? Mm, okay. So like doing shows, getting your name out there mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like trying to like accumulate a fan base. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people not don't do that, but like don't need feel the need to focus on that. And I wonder, are you one of those people? I think I have my moments, mm-hmm. and like, there's like a there's something inside of me that definitely wants to be appreciated, right? Like as an artist, right? And to be seen. And then yeah, there's also a side of me that's just like I don't, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And you can probably see that as far as like social media and like right. how often i delete my instagram or like i'll build something up (laughs) right and it'll just be gone right and then i'll come back like two months later like i never left right and have to rebuild it again (laughs) it's true like um so physically and internetally yeah Yeah, dude like i don't mind i'm quick to just like dissociate yeah from everything and not because like i'm not fucking with nobody or anything else it never has to do with anything outside of me it has to do with me right and how those situations affect me and make me not able to just be efficient as a human i feel like. right so those that's typically where my focus is is just like on am i good yeah because if i'm not good i can't even be present in these spaces and be who i would like to be yeah no i hear that well with, in talking about music like how did it start for you you know what i mean like were you rapping first or were you just like did you did you play an instrument before you rap that kind of thing like wh- how old were you when you started actually being like i'm gonna you know what i mean do music zoot this mm. you know what i mean i think for me the uh probably the first time i guess is like uh elementary school okay like um that's pretty early um we had band class okay mm-hmm. so music was just something I guess that always just moved me. Mm-hmm. There's always a good music playing in the house. Mm-hmm. I'm good. What'd you play in band class? Um, so when you're in elementary school, typically they just like, it's just instruments around, right? right. And you kind of just fuck with everything. Like the first thing I remember, like really consciously learning how to do was the recorder. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone kind of learns the yeah, recorder. Yeah. So, I mean, at my school, we all learned the recorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Yeah, I'd say that that was it as far as, like, something that I can really, like, remember. Mm-hmm. And then anything else, it was just, like, um, kind of just, like, played with little instruments. Oh, my memory's not the best, but I do remember the recorder as far as <laughs> elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then when it came to rapping, I just always, as a kid, was tuned into music. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just... I don't know. It was just one of those kids. And my mom told me this story one time. Like, I just went back home recently and she was telling me. She was like, I remember we were in the living room and you were running around in circles, like just a little crazy ass three year old running right. around in circles. And she was like, when commercials would come on and they had songs, mm-hmm. I would stop, sit down, watch the commercial. Mm-hmm. Not even watch it, just listen to the music, right? Mm-hmm. And she would like call me 
and she would try to say things to me mm-hmm. and like get my attention. Right. And I didn't move until the music stopped and she was mm. like it was like you came back to your body wow. and then started doing what you were doing again wow. which I thought was always ill because it was like I've just you were entranced or something yeah just mm-hmm. unconsciously as a young it was just like it just spoke to me I guess what was an example of a song that you would have been listening to back then at that age mm-hmm. man so for me I was very lucky I think as far as the aspect of being schooled on hip hop mm-hmm. my brother's before I was born, grew up in New York, oh, okay. like in the golden era right. type shit. So mm-hmm. they were like 16 or 15 or something like that. When I was born, they were that old. Mm-hmm. But then when they were young, it was when the hip hop movie was really happening. Right. So when I was born, I was listening to like whatever they were listening to. I was born in 90. Wow. So I was listening to like Redman, right. Woo, like all that shit. That's Hella awesome. young. Like so. On like CDs? Um vinyl tape tapes tape mostly tape mostly like in the cars and shit nice and i remember my brother having like um he had like a special def jam music video tape wow right like Mm -hmm. and it had all the like def jam artists like a vhs yeah and i remember that when i was younger and i it was halfway in the vcr i remember this like very vividly and i pushed it in one day right and i just like watched that shit all the time that's crazy yeah so i can't really remember an exact song okay but just anything hip-hop but okay it's interesting you brought up that like you know because i always ask people so you really experienced an era of like tapes and vhs and consuming media through you know what i mean these yeah. physical things that right. you actually have and mm-hmm. put in the you know i mean it's, you, you can't just summon it like the same way exactly. that you can now. So what is like, how do you feel about the change in the whole society to how we consume things like music and movies and stuff like that? And is it better or worse? That shit gives me anxiety, bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, bro. Talk like, about it. Um, for instance, I was chilling today before I came here mm-hmm. and, um, I was on Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram, I'm looking at Instagram, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck, this is so much information, so I put that down. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch something on Netflix. Right. So then I go on Netflix, and 30 minutes, I'm trying to find a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't click like, nothing. Especially so, if you're like with other people with opinions, too, like uh, it's over. And everybody wants to watch what they want to watch. Yeah, like, and they don't want to watch what you want to watch and vice versa. Like, it's crazy. Exactly. And I feel like I can't even, like, listen to a song fully, mm-hmm. depending on, like, that's something I'm trying to be conscious of. Like, I'm trying to listen to albums again. Right. Because, like, Apple Music, I, I can have whatever I want. Right. What? I'm going to get all, I download, like, 10 albums and then don't listen to them. And they're just there for me to look at. <laughs> right. So, like. Do you feel like it was more of a precious experience with the CDs and I'm tapes? grateful, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm super grateful to have yeah. got to, like, go through that. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, definitely. Especially, like, after, um, I don't know if y'all peeped that flick, mid-90s. Yeah. Bro, like, that little that little kid, yeah. that was me. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people, like, that's why he made the movie, right? right. Can relate to that. <laughs> right, But right. I remember, like, the moment when he was looking at the CDs and listening to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember my brother's apartment. And he had this big, like, tower boombox, mm-hmm. like, set up. Mm-hmm. And then under that, he had all his CDs lined up. Right. And I would just sit there and, like, you know, 
go through the CDs, listen, look at the cover art, mm-hmm. read the books and mm-hmm. everything, and just like that whole process, read the lyrics, right. the liner notes, the mm-hmm. thank yous, mm-hmm. yeah. and just like really being able to connect with these people, yeah. also being young right. and not knowing like what the fuck I'm listening to, right, right, just appreciate it. <laughs> that is yeah. a trip, right? Like when you're at a certain age, you hear every word, and you feel like you know what it means just because you like it but then like you listen to that song for like 10 years or something and then it finally dawns on you what the song is about do you ever have that experience or you liam or yeah liam what do you think so i was i was thinking about the last thing (laughs) get to that i wanted to get to the liner note part liner notes but um hmm repeat that what'd you say so okay i said it in a very like scattered way all i'm saying is like do you ever feel like you know when you're like when you were young listening to music right Mm -hmm. you listen to the whole song yeah like a whatever a red man song you know what i mean you hear you listen to that shit like 20 times in a row you know all the words but you don't it doesn't quite dawn on you like what the song is really about. You know what I mean? Right. It just sounds good. Right. Or it just it sounds to good. Your soul. Right. And it and to you, you're understanding what the song's about, and that's all fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, like years later, it dawns on you like what the time Perfect was. Perfect example. Okay, great. Uh, Reflection Eternal. Yes. Train of Thought. Talib Kweli album. Yeah. First CD I ever had. Two thousand. Yeah. I was 10 years old. My brother gave me that CD. Yeah. That to this day is probably one of my favorite albums of all time that just like speaks to like a whole period of my life. Yeah. Going back and listening to that. Right. And like things that I thought I knew what he was saying. Right. And then being like, oh, okay. Right. Like like I get it now. Right. I think that whole album. Right. Like was was something like that. Because there are certain things I got. And even as a youngster, like, I would rap it with the perspective of what I thought it was. Right. And I'm, like, older, and I'm like, yeah, you didn't know what the fuck you were saying. That's not what he meant. Definitely. But, I don't know, that's something, that's definitely an album that resonated with me in that way. Definitely. So, like, when did you create, start creating uh, music? Or even just writing verses? Hmm. Probably... Ten or eleven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like perhaps something like that. Maybe twelve. Okay. Um, it all started with actually writing stories. Okay. In elementary school, mm-hmm. it's like I was very talented with the words as far as like English and poetry and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's more so where it started. Mm-hmm. I think the creative process. And okay. then as far as recording music, the first thing I ever recorded, I was probably like. I don't know, in, in high school maybe. Okay. And my homie had one of those little plastic skinny mics, you know, for the computer. Mm-hmm. It was like probably like came up like this and it had like a little like little mic mm-hmm. at, at the end. Yeah. And he like taped that up on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> taped it, like scotch taped that's it. That's dope. And um, yeah, those, that's like the first time I remember like recording some shit and really being about like some rap shit and having the homie with me that was like really about it too. Right. And he, he made the beat, or you just rapped on like an instrumental or something? We just, we literally played an instrumental over the computer speakers. That's sick. That was playing no, no into the mic. <laughs> it's all recording right? into the mic, yeah. And then I'm spitting over top of that. Do you still have any of those recordings anywhere? Man, if maybe, if, 
those were like the MySpace days. Right. So I think we had like a music MySpace mm -hmm. and it would be on that if I could find it somewhere. Mm -hmm. oh, so you would, you, and you were posting it too. Yeah, yeah, we had it up. Uh, mm -hmm. Our click name was the Underground Saints. Oh, uh, Underground Saints. Underground Saints. That's I don't know dope. what we were saying Lib, about because we weren't, but. That's dope. That, <laughs> your homie rapped too then? Yeah, yeah, my homie Brian. Peace to him. Peace to his family, dude. Brian passed away. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, rest in peace. Um, a few years ago, mm -hmm. but like, he was a real solid homie of mine, you know, like. Yeah, he was a good cat. No doubt. Good cat, dude. And he introduced me to a lot of um a lot of hip hop I wasn't hip to. Mm -hmm. And also like a lot of um classic rock. He was my intro mm. into that. So like um like Beatles, right. Pink mm. Floyd, mm -hmm. Doors, the Doors, the Who, yeah. mm -hmm. all that shit. Like he got me on a whole nother wave. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so no doubt. Respect to that cat. Um at what point sorry, did you have a question? Yeah, I was Go gonna ahead. say so you said you grew up in kind of a musical household. What kind of music would you have been, would your parents have been playing or would you have been hearing growing up? Ooh, okay. So here's the dynamic of my childhood to like, my parents uh, were never together, right? So it's like two different worlds almost. Mm -hmm. So like if I was with my mom, you know, I was listening to more uh, smooth jazz stations. Uh, uh, what was that radio station? It was like Kiss FM 93.9. That was like the hip hop station in Virginia. Mm. Uh, WHUR was like the uh, R&B station. So, you know, a lot of like um, Sade, Maxwell, mm. shit, Frankie Beverly, Mays, Aaron Neville. It's my mom's favorite singer. Mm -hmm. um, anything like that. Then my dad was more, uh, he's more of a religious type cat, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's where like the whole Baptist church part comes from. Right. Um, more gospel mm. and things like that I would grow up around and uh, yeah, a lot more church music, I think. Okay. So I think that's like molded me as an artist in a sense of like have, being like super spiritual and right. things like that but also just being like really about I guess the music and stuff mm. uh, no but would you have gone to church growing up? dude, dude all the time yeah okay all the time church. all the time bro like a lot too like you know like multiple times in a week really? Like, it wasn't like just Sunday like when I was with my dad um Shit, I remember times where we had church at our house. Like, my dad was trying to be a preacher, right? So we had a church, like, in our basement. Like, people would come to our house to go to church. Mm -hmm. Shit was crazy. And your, your dad would, would host? My dad was a preacher. So he would preach? Or, yeah, he wanted said, to be a preacher. Help. And there was actually a point where he did preach at a few churches. I got an uncle that's a preacher. I got, like, a... I think that's where the whole MC thing comes from, right? Mm, right. It's like... He was at church MC. Uh, like just growing up in that environment and that energy right like you know when you go to a hip-hop show mm -hmm. and like you know it's like that whole vibe of everybody being together and the dude mc speaking the word master of ceremonies it's mm -hmm. like i was gamed up on that since i was like four or five or able to like see that like i've been seeing grown you know grown men or women you right. know right like on stage mm -hmm. the pulpit Mm -hmm. speaking the word mm -hmm. right mm 
Mm-hmm. So it's like I think for me rapping is just my version of that because that's not me. That's not my lane, mm-hmm. right? But got a message to spread. So I think that's where that energy comes from as far as like how I do that. Hell yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask um <clears throat> excuse me. Uh when did you make the transition to San Francisco uh and you know why? Like what was going on in life that made you decide to go to San Francisco? I would oh, I was um I hope I've been close enough to the mic. I've been like way back. Have you? No, yeah. it's, it picks up pretty good, but it is better to speak close if you can. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Take 2. Okay. <laughs> Ask the question again. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? Oh yeah. At what point did you transition to San Francisco, and why? Uh, I was. Uh, it was 2011. Okay. I was 21 years old. 21. 21. Okay. Young 21. Mm-hmm. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <yo. laughs> That's all right. This is old soul radio. There we go. We can have fun. <laughs> um. <laughs> get it together new champ nasa <laughs> the new champ nasa 21 i just wasn't digging life in virginia okay you know what i'm saying right. like i've been on my own at that point since 18 okay didn't gotcha. have to be right but just wanted to yeah mm-hmm. yeah i feel it so doing all kinds of wild crazy shit um <laughs> okay hit 21 got to this point where i was like something's got to change mm-hmm. like I felt like I was plateauing right. in a certain sense. Okay. And honestly, one day, like really, to be real with you, like if you want to get, like we are talking about the spirituality earlier. Yeah. This voice kept talking to me, bro. No doubt. And we all got that voice. I don't care who you are. Right. Like, nigga, we all crazy. No doubt. <laughs> we Absolutely. got that voice. And the voice was like, yo, California. And when I got that, mm. like that's the, the one that stuck with me. Because honestly, I was trying to move all kinds of places okay i had tried to move to hawaii really and that didn't work out which is why i ended up going there later which we could we talk about that later yeah we'll get there um atlanta okay that didn't work out closer west virginia oh okay all kinds of places yeah california was the one that resonated yeah and at that point i really um i was super getting into like being open spiritually okay like you know starting to research like the kundalini third eye all okay. that like okay. the woke stuff right right uh-huh. and i got heavy in the meditation bro like heavy into the practice i got this book and um and this is when i guess facebook is still really popping but this is when it was like super duper pop right when it was coming the out only, before instagram the only stuff. thing yeah. right mm-hmm. so i got into this uh message board on there mm-hmm. and it was about spirituality and like indigo children and all that shit because right. i was really heavy onto it right and i met this lady and she like became like my mentor and she gave me this book on meditation and was starting to break down like the um the aspect of like a uh, manifestation mm-hmm. mental manifestation and like creating and like the 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 secret type shit right mm-hmm. law of attraction mm-hmm and so I just started building on that, bro. This is like I'm, you know, I'm gonna give you. It's just how how it happened. No, please, yeah. Um, so I started really meditating on that, like, bro, I want to go to California. Wow. And as I started to do that, I started doing this practice where I would like write down my intentions. That's dope. And um, I started writing like one thing I read in the book was like, don't treat things as 
they haven't happened. Right. right? It's like start looking at it like you're already there. Right. So I would wake up every morning and instead of writing like I'm grateful for being here in Virginia, right. I started living my life like I was already in California. Right. I started creating that energy for myself. Right. Mm. Then I started noticing in my journey. Now, you can believe in coincidence or whatever you want to call it. But every time I would go somewhere, I was more in tune with things that literally said California on them. Wow. And it was like the universe was like, yo, this is where you need to be. And the more I would see it, the more I started to really believe in myself. Like, yo, this is where I need to be. Right. That's awesome. Now. And then I would meet people from California. In Virginia. In Virginia. Okay. And like. And it's those random, like, synchronistic moments that you have with people where it's like, whoa. And they, they tell you, they channel right. some something. And you're like, damn, I was meant to hear that. I, I, I was meant to hear that. No doubt. Right? Yes. Um, and then I met this dude online in this chat site. Mm-hmm. And his name's uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Green. Ryan Green. And, and he's actually from out here. He used okay. to come to the Boom Boom Boom. Oh, yeah, I know Ryan. Right? No, no, that's Ryan is the. I met him dude. online in Virginia before I ever came out here. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was wow. like, one day I'm going to come to California. I'm a rapper. I'm going to meet you. What? This is just like. It's crazy, that's dude. That's crazy. Shout you out just, to Ryan Green. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, make, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. So that's how that's how that happened. And Rowan, then, that's my bad to cut you no. off, but that's the dude who uh, was the security guard at um, the spot right there on Church, right? Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't called what it is now, or was it? Yeah, Church and Marcus. You remember with the beard? Sure, yeah. yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Um, Sorry, I had to do that. You nah, know? it's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, out of nowhere, um, my homegirl, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. that had left to go to California, mm-hmm. you know calls me mm-hmm. and i mean we had been in touch and sh- you know she'd been telling me how san francisco was and things like that right she called me out of nowhere and um was like yo do you want to come live in california mm-hmm. and i was like yeah <laughs> and she's like you know I, out of nowhere she just asked you she this? just called me wow i told her like you know life's been kind of crazy out here i'm not really feeling it right and um i don't know what i'm gonna do i was telling her i was gonna move somewhere right and she was like, yo, I about to get this new spot. Right. I'm going to be living by the beach. Okay. Like, um. Wow. Sunset. I, sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yo, if you, if you got the money mm-hmm. or you can make the money. Right. Like, you know, and, it, and this just happened at a time where I had hella money in the bank. Okay. Cause I was working, like I was hustling. Right. Just working hard. Mm-hmm. I had like two or three jobs. And I was just saving my money. I didn't have nothing to spend it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I just happened to have more than enough money to move across the country. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, let me know what's up. And the space is yours. Mm-hmm. Dope. And this is when room, like, and my room was like 550. Mm-hmm. So it was like on top of that. And we know what it's like now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's 550 a month. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Was this 1971? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So, That's impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, give me some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. A week later, <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I told my mom. I went in the room and told my mom, and she was kind of like fucked up. Right. She, she didn't want you to leave. Not at all, yeah. dude. She was like, you know, because I'm the baby. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like the only one still living with her. And I mean, I'm still the baby. I'm about to be 30. She still treats me like I'm the fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, shout out to any 
of the babies in your family, no matter how old you get. That's good. The you baby. are your mama's baby. And the baby. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, yeah, no, dude. No, so everybody. Yeah. Like literally probably like two weeks after she gave me the offer, I fucking bounced. Wow. And I made that trip across the country, man. And okay. here we are. Okay, so then I don't mean to be too like monotonous, like not monotonous, but you know, like slowly going. But like, what was what happened right when you got off the plane? Was this your first time in California, or had you visited? Nah, I'd never been. Wow, so you really got off left. and moved. Yeah. Okay, so what was that like? Um, who picked you up? My homegirl. Okay. My homegirl, and then uh, one of our mutual friends who was also living out here from okay. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um. That was just a trip, bro. Mm-hmm. It was like seeing the um, Welcome to San Francisco thing, right. the industrial part on the the hill. Right. That's like something that was seared into my mind. Mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa, like I'm really out here, bro. Welcome oh, the South San Francisco sign? Yeah. Wow. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that moment was just, it was surreal, man. What time of year was it? It was March... It was March 1st. It was springtime. No like doubt. right around springtime. It was March. No doubt. Um, yeah, bro. It was just a trip. <laughs> That's all I can say. That's crazy, man. Hey, Liam, you got some music queued up? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, could you cue some music up? Usually we start with music, but today we started with a few things. I want to keep going with this story if you got some time after we play like one or two songs. Is that all right? Bro, I got all the time in the Great. world. Great. Thank <laughs> you. Because I want to keep going. I got, I got, the, we have a whole nother story to tell. Huh? Yeah. Can we play some of your music? Is there any, uh, anything we should play? Or Are you on the I'm SoundCloud? Not, I'm on SoundCloud. Otherwise, like, I could run, I could run Treat Him real quick. <laughs> you play, um, play our joint. Oh, yeah. Play Don't Wait in Line. Yeah. Play Don't Wait in Line. Bruh. With Baghead. This shit is Is hard. that on SoundCloud? It's, I think it's on Spotify. Spotify, YouTube, anything. <laughs> Don't wait in line, which is on our album. Hmm? Huh? We play any other song first. Yeah, play any other song first, but cue up. Don't wait in line. All right, I love that shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we should talk about that song after we play it. That'll be a great segue into our conversation, which I just um, gave away to our whole audience of a million people. Play um, I don't know what tracks we got on there. Mixtravicans. Catch a vibe, purple silk, New Testament. Play the one that you did on that Dilla beat. Oh, I don't have that one on there no more. Play um. Oh, hold on, let me see. Four. Uh, I'm running the two New Testament. We Oh yeah, yeah. This is the one I was gonna say. Play. Reflecting the time state. Wonder now why wait, but I'm patient for my full plate. Say my prayers while the wolves graze. The sun comes up, it goes down, but the hustle never ever slows down. What you doing with your time? What you doing with your mind? I got no judgment. Smoke trails to the tales of the ancestors. God bless you in the school of life. 
Aced a few semesters, but some days was the true entitlement. Just going through the motions, ignoring emotions, mixing these potions. Currently got you coasting. As a youngster, I knew that I'd be great. Watch a dragon ball while my destiny awaits. For no man or weapon for against me shall prosper. Peace to the working people, peace to the robbers. Peace to these soldiers worldwide. War cries, they claim them more lives. Thinking like Lord, why? In deep concentration. Premiering these soul vibes Our souls intertwine through the moments we find God Time's hard, we struggle to claim Mars That power feel alive This is my 28th summer at the numbers And that's a full circumference A smell that you wonder Magic from a melanated mind state Reflecting the time state We wonder now why I wait, wait But I'm patient for my full plate Say my prayers while the wolves graze The sun comes up, it goes down But the hustle never ever slows down What you doing with your time? What you doing with your mind? I got no judgments cause I'm trying to balance mine Shit, I'm hoping everybody make it Crafting these songs till I'm everybody's favorite Smoke them if you got them, pay homage Sanity is stake and we bout to shake it up Trying not to pop From the pressure, gotta get a drink Tunes from the selector and the muse makes me think Not consumed by the pleasure Then it's back to the daily Day-to-day dreams Illusions try to play me Slice through the schemes with Scott Summers beams With no paddles I'm still getting upstream You gotta get it by any means So my mama worked three jobs No excuses when it seems hard We evolve as we resolve It's a lesson not a loss We're only dealing with L's When there's tree involved Absolve my sins as the beat goes on Another day another dollar It's the same old song There's a spell that you wonder Magic from a melanated mind state Reflecting the time state You wonder now why I wait But I'm patient for my full plate Say my prayers while wolves pray The sun comes up it goes down slows down what you doing with your time what you doing with your mind i got no judgment i'm trying to balance mine Coming up next is Don't Wait in Line by Professor Gable and Baghead featuring new NASA off My Room Needs New Light Bulbs. That'll shake it to your core like 360 roller coaster feet up off the flow vibe. Motion from a vessel, message of the folk kind. Foresight, more life, something they don't want, right? <laughs> Feel me when I slump mics accurately, aim, rapidly reclaim my mind in the space and time that we've made. Major art making just to relieve pain, heartache. But we need rain, fall comes, hammer leaves change. Trump talk about a new world order. Fuck that new world order. Move on forward. The nation elevating. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. But our time's coming. I'm just getting started with a word from ancestors that was dearly departed. They planted these wild seeds. Now you reaping the harvest and barking on something that'll probably honor your logic and put wind in your sails with a tail on your comet. Look within. Start to acknowledge without a heart. 
it all exists. So I'm loving regardless. No time for the bullshit. Created my path. Can't blame nobody else. Take finger pointing out the bag. Reflect the resurrect consciousness from the past. Crystalline mind. Jewels from the divine. Intertwined with physical form for that high climb. Get acquainted with yourself. You the next up in line. I said you the next up in line. With an S plus on it by the given majors That they chose last minute during little ages Little cages that be paving your pee gland Struck slam shut while you waiting for C-SPAN I eat sand just so I know what it tastes like I don't retweet and I can't get stage fright I paint life only when I doodle and bark Hope they never tell my mother what I do in the park Stay away from the dubious heart until it grows more Until then never wonder how it's so far going My aura is a broke car rolling to a corner store heated cause the door's not open smoking only just to know that my breath's there probably won't go if i know that my ex there i sense fear living in the friend who sends stairs to the left pocket acting like it's a text there no new messages they check in the gram twice just to see if anything is better than their life a fair fight between desire and goal i'ma go home just to watch the wire alone two jobs but they fire my clone and now i'm down to one i ain't tripping long as we still spinning all around the sun my rhyme book weigh a thousand tons to find finite flavor from the proudest ones my shit cryptic play it again it's a long ass story hope you stay to the end send This is new champ NASA person thing. Um, <laughs> uh, that was don't wait in line. Yeah. I was about to say wait in line. <laughs> wait in line. Wait in line. No, don't wait in line. Professor Gable, Baghead, featuring myself. The song before that was called New Testament. Probably recognize that beat from Kendrick Lamar's album. I listened to it and I was like, that's a fire ass beat. I'm going to write a song to it. Alchemist. Well hmm? done. Well done. For real. Dope, oh, I didn't dope. Know that. That's 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 real. Producer knowledge. Yeah, you know. Um, and then the next track is a uh, light pink. Light pink, produced by Lucid. Hell yeah. Some days gonna be crazy, right? Like, yeah. Very 
timid on the surface. Deep down, visions of a day much brighter than this current. Always moved against the current. Before the days of worrying about currency. Way before he was thinking about the birds and bees. When you see a tree, you ever wonder about that fertile seed? Or do you think about the shade you get in depending on the situation? Might be the shade you giving. Clock's ticking. If you want more, push, push forward. Can't nobody stop you. The door's open. Many days I lost hope. That's a part of the game. Being human, just another art to master on this plane. Are we perfect? Hell no. I see what a D does. You think it's shell toes. I'm thinking pay it forward to my last minute and my chest froze. Day after day, right line after line. This my time and I'm finna make it mine. May the Lord forgive me. But these ill thoughts are living in my mind. Ran to this point now. Running to the finish line. Ran to this point, now we run into the finish line. I done jumped out of plane with no shoot. Now I gotta make moves. The ground coming fast ain't the type of moment where you get to take two. Learning to be grateful. Life's pretty yet sour like a slice of grapefruit. Eleven thousand. And my blessings coming right on time. It get hard, but this light gon' shine. Failure never was an option. Letting go of all the bull. You either wanna be great or feel great. These just my thoughts on the page. A way to explain all my pain. What it means to you probably won't be the same. This life a game every day. Another level for the gains. Another devil in my brain telling me that there's another way. But I shovel for jewels on this journey, finding tools for the trade.
is the still earth. Big ups to the ancients, patiently waiting for the train of thought to exit the station. Been a long time coming, pressure is basic. You gotta feel it with the texture with bases. Lace the lecture, lengthen the labor and fragrance. This that lyrical smell, good Egyptian must. Campus empty, palette full of paint, so don't tempt me. Why risk the rush? Best to take your time. No shit is thick, so they bait your mind. People stuck in the portal and know the cake is alive. Well, I guess that means that we looking at a sign of the times. Open up your mind. It's the beginning of everything. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night and God bless America. Present with the palindrome, mental clones. I'm slipping through the social norms. I'm flipping similar to coins. Fake figured out, filtered through the urban noise. Smoke billowed out, shoulder stairs. Everybody looking noid, noid, noid. But ain't we all human? Bleed the same, breathe the same, breathe the same. Everybody trying to beat the game. With time left to reap the gains. My mindset to receive the blame. If I did it, then it's done Honestly, this shit is fun My brain been on the run With much more to come Find balance in the cadence of the drum Sorcerer supreme Nubian the Nubian My soul inside the pseudonym Or a gold, so it's suiting him We're cruising it We're losing them
So, okay, so <clears throat> you got off the plane. Um, you're in the car. You see the South San Francisco sign. These songs are really great, by the way. Thank you for sharing those with us Thanks, and the rest man. of the world. Yeah, I appreciate that. No like, doubt. to everybody listening, um, I was just telling them, like, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of artists out there listening, so you know how it goes. And people mm-hmm. that know me, they know how I am. But right. I, like, be out there, but I'm also very reserved. So my music, I'm very, like... Uh, I don't know, I don't really promote it or put it out, so the fact that y'all even got to hear this, and if it resonated with you, I'm glad that happened. No doubt. like, that's what I do it for, so thank y'all for, like, you know, playing, playing all those songs, because I thought you was going to play one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, thank you for being here, and thank you for making the songs, you know what I mean? They right definitely on, think peace. How, how far they reach, they definitely, you know, they, they it's, it's, uh, it's, it's things people need to hear. I think one of the things that um, I, I remember... Your I, I, one of your lyrics definitely was a how do I say this without something was like a something I repeated to myself through like through hard times in life mm-hmm. kind of thing for sure. Um, everything you need usually finds you. Exercise patience, and it sounds simple when I'm saying it, but like. Hmm. Mantras, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are though. Usually yeah. they are. It's like a simple lesson. Just to yeah. Just keep In my head, it doesn't sound mind. like how I say it out loud, but I I mean it. You know what I mean? So, no doubt, salute, respect. But um, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to kind of get back into the story a little bit. Um, the first time that I ever met you, would would you would you tell the story? Hmm? Would you tell your memory of that of the KRS One show? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, hold on. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I remember. Yes, not the not that one, Dario. Different one. Um, I think Kenzo was there, right? I believe he was. Yeah, yeah. me, Kenzo, yeah. and a couple other folks go to this KRS One show. Okay, we're chilling, and back at that point, when I was like that age, which is probably like uh, I was like how old you? You're 25 now, right? 24. 24. Yeah, so I was probably like that age. You're probably like 24, right? And you were like 18. Yeah. 19. Yeah. So my energy was like, anytime I seen somebody rapping, or like I seen a cipher, mm-hmm. I was on it. Right. And I think that's what I saw. You was rapping. Right. Like, me and Martin. Like in the in between the break. Uh. So I stepped over there, and then we all just started gassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were just vibing out for the rest of the show. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy time. Yeah. And then I just started seeing you everywhere after at that. At the Dolores Park, at Dolores Park, right? The open, little open mic cypher that they'd have. Yeah, and the Boom Boom Room. And I, I bring this up to just sort of bring up, this was like a whole time. You know what I mean? An mm-hmm. era that is, I don't want to say gone, like, because we're all still here, but it just, it's n- like that time in my mind was just so like surreal kind of right. you know what i mean of like an experience of like it was a vibe yeah it real. was a vibe for real <laughs> it was kind of not before social media but it was like not like now you right. know what i mean like where everyone is like that's they're definitely locked into that you know what i mean it was mm-hmm. still kind of like a that like, house party vibe was yes, still there, bro. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> like facts. Kind of like, you know, privacy was a thing and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just a different time. And <laughs> I feel it though, bro. No, but like but so I bring it up to ask you like what was that time and how did you meet these some of these people cuz this was at the time you were in the, the people's tree. Mm-hmm. So like Equipto, mm-hmm. Kenzo, what's that? What's that story? 
Okay, so at that point, I think when I met you, I don't think we had got to people's tree yet. I think okay. we were in the we were in the process of building up. Right, but like, those people were around. No, definitely, right? yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, okay. But like, I um, at that point, like meeting Kenzo, mm-hmm. um, I met him through a mutual friend we had. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um. Based off of like uh, the place I was living when I moved here, mm-hmm. so all right, let's take it back. Okay, Mo- like when I get to San Francisco, the spot I'm living at, me and my homegirl ran out the basement. Got it. Top floor is like these four dudes that live up there, like they're in college or something. Got you. So I meet one of them because when I first moved in, I noticed there were turntables in the garage. Okay. And um, like where we did our laundry, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, I wonder who those are." Okay. You know? Yeah. And then one day I'm doing my laundry, homie comes downstairs. It's my homie Alex. Right. I, you might have met him. I might have. Yeah, I think so. I think I maybe. did. Um, I was like, "Whose turntables are these?" And he's like, "Oh, they're mine." Wow. So me yeah. and him connected automatically off just like hip hop and stuff like that. So me and him started kicking it really tough. Dope. And then through him, I. He was like he had people over for the like the Warriors game or something, mm-hmm. and um, so we were watching the Warriors game. He had a friend come through. His name was Joe. Mm-hmm. Now me and Joe go to get breakfast at Devil's Teeth one day, mm-hmm. and Joe introduces me to Kenzo. Okay, and we kind of chop it up for a minute, mm-hmm. and then also I met Kenzo because um, I actually worked at Yoshi's where we met was oh. my first job. Oh, you worked there. When I moved to San Francisco. Wow. I didn't so even know that. take that back, right? That's dope. Um, I met Kenzo there also at okay. a show. Cause, he was um, working too? Nah, he was there to see a show. Oh, okay. And, um, dope. So I ran into him there. And then the next time I seen Kenzo was at Devil's Teeth again. Okay. And he was by himself, and I was by myself. Got but it, it was like, okay, we know each other now. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of just building, and I was like, shit, what you on today? And he was like, I was about to go run the beach. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, what are you up to? And I was like, I ain't doing nothing, man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, why don't you go run the beach with me? Mm-hmm. I'm not the dude who runs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I at, remember that. Kenzo did ask people that a lot. So, <laughs> But in that moment, I like just said yes without even like hesitating. Definitely you know, It was up. just like, yeah, why not? Right. So that's funny real quick cuz that that caught on like Mike started doing that and then I think me and Gable and Mike we would all run the beach too. Damn. I think that all down, that all bro. came from Kenzo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kenzo. Yeah. Like um with the running vibes, yeah. bro. Until he got Mike, a lot of people into that. Like health. a lot yeah, health. Health man. is wealth. Yeah. Health is wealth. Until Mike stepped on a needle at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> We'll tell that. that. That's we're coming up to there. <laughs> that's a rough story. Anyway, side uh, But uh, so we run the beach, um, and then he's like, "Yeah, you should come to the crib." Mm-hmm. So it's like the first time I go to Kenzo's crib. Now the people, like, a big thing with Kenzo and something he got me super juiced on, and like how we connected was like through Woo. Okay. Because like, he was studying Wu heavy. Wu-Tang. And so I was like, I had been listening to Wu. Uh-huh. Um, yes, Wu-Tang, for all y'all out there. Um, who might not know what I said. Thank you for adding that. No, I didn't even mean to do that. I was just Wu-Tang. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, um... <laughs> so, um... He lived on 46th Avenue. Okay. Right? Yes. And, um... 
Great. Place. So we called his spot. That was like going to Kenzo's spot. That was the forty six chambers. Forty six chambers. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's what we called it though. You know. Forty six yeah. is forty six too. Facts. Yeah. That that whole spot, man. Yeah. A lot of things happened there. Facts. So we went back to the house. We were chilling, smoked some herb, ran the beach. Went back to the house. Nice. Um Pulls, oh, his MP, NPC's already out. So, like, get there, NPC's out, turns it on, pulls some records out. So, it's like the first time I'm seeing somebody, like, you know, it's like my first real experience with, like, some self made hip hop shit. Okay. Right. Because mm-hmm. at the point when I was recording in Virginia, it's like people, like, we was just, like, getting beats and recording, but it wasn't, like, the hip hop aspect of it. It was more rap. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were just, like, rapping the rap. Mm-hmm. It was my first moment, like, of feeling what inspired me in the first place mm-hmm. and like seeing that right mm-hmm. so this fool pulls out a record gets a couple samples makes the beat i swear to god like if you listen to products of brotherhood mm. on the intro to the first song where i say um he made this beat in like five minutes like wow. that's not a joke no, like no. i watch this dude make that beat that fast Kenzo, but that's yeah. the intro beat on Products of Brotherhood. Not the intro, but the first, the first track, the first actual track. Okay. The intro is um just me talking over like a beat that he made, but in that song, I think it's called "Be Content." Okay. So track one is the first track that y'all ever made together. That's dope. So like even that's with that awesome. album, that's like uh that's yeah, a, and it's, it's called the beginning. It's a story. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like literally that was that first. Moment. Wow, it's called the beginning. Too. Yeah. And it was. It was in the beginning manifested yeah. so that's how I met Kenzo okay. after this we should get into a couple products of brotherhood tracks I'm all for it yeah we'll make that maybe you can cue that up or something yeah we gotta cue that okay um, okay so you meet Kenzo um, you begin to create music together mm-hmm. that leads you to Equipto Equipto I met when I met Equipto I met Max first Max Okay, so because that's right there over on forty six. Exactly. Okay. So Max um, came through the house one time. Okay. And at this point, when after I met Kenzo, I was at Kenzo's house every day. Okay. After that, uh-huh. like I had my own spot, I uh-huh. stayed at Kenzo's house. Right. Because we just working on music so tough and like the whole energy, like whenever me him and like all the folks got together, it was right. just it was a cool vibe. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So one day Max comes through and we record a song. While he's there, yeah, that's dope. with Max. Oh, he's recording too. Yeah, because he be spitting. Yeah, Max. People don't know. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I Max know is the shit. Yeah. So I get on a verse, or I, you know, get on the track with Max and things like that. So then that's how eventually I will come to meet Equipto. Okay. It's like probably I think going to some show and like. Um, my first memories of Equipto actually, when I first moved out here, was being in Kenzo's booth, mm-hmm. and Equipto's poster for Ilyich was on the wall, mm-hmm. and um, I remember I'd be recording and I'd be looking at it and I'd be like, "Damn, who's Equipto?" Mm. You know, like it's not knowing because I'm from the East Coast, so I'm like, I'm all East Coast hip hop, mm-hmm. like that's what I grew up on, that's what I'm molded by. So when I come out here, I'm not too hip to the artist, the local artist. So I was looking at it, and I just remember always looking at that poster anytime I went in the booth and being like, "Man, this dude looks tight." Yeah, like this, this album <laughs> cover is hard as shit for Ilyich. For Ilyich, yeah, that is a hard album cover. And then um, I think the first time I met Equipto was at it was like a showcase at the 
the um the black and brown club okay. i remember uh nate and um figo were performing dope okay. and i had been hearing equip those names so much and i was just like you know young hungry little mc right so i remember seeing him he was rolling up a spliff right shocking and then right <laughs> yeah <laughs> And um, I was like, yo, I was like, you're Quipto, right? Right. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, respect, OG. Mm-hmm. You know, like, heard your songs and stuff. Like, just respect. Right. And then. What did he say? I was like, he's like, right on blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got the spliff in his hand. Right on blood. Right on blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, I spit a verse for you, right? Oh, nice. You know, so uh-huh. it was like, man, like. My perspective of him, like why I even wanted to spit for him, was because how I heard other people speak about him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like once I seen yeah. the poster and then I kept hearing his name and how so many people were like, man, Equipto. Like I'd always hear like Equipto, Andre Nicotina. And right. like people were always playing me shit. So I'm right. like, okay, this is the dude. Right. Like I've been hearing about. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I feel you. I spit the verse and then he was just like, yeah. He's like, I hear it. He was like, keep at it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Didn't give you too much, but listened. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Which is more than enough. Yeah. Because that's all you need at that no, point. No, that's, that's dope. So then, um, yeah. And then, so that's how I met Equip, though. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and like my, f- I don't know. Is there anything else you want for that? Well, I was just kind of trying to lead into like the the album. You know what I mean? How'd you guys start? Products of Brotherhood? Uh, tr- well, like yeah, People's Tree? People's Tree, yeah, Treat Them. Because okay. that was an era, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. y'all were kind of, um, you had you, you put out the Treat Them album, and y'all were doing shows, and how did that, like, how did you guys create that album? Was it at the Solidarity Lab? Yeah, it was like a mix between that and then um, Kenzo's home lab no at the Treehouse. Mm-hmm. 46 Chambers slash the Treehouse. Mm-hmm. But, um... Mm. Yeah, man. We all knew E individually mm-hmm. somehow. Got it. Yeah. And then we were all chilling one day, and E was like, "Man, he was mad, just, huh? He was mad." No, I said he said, "Man." Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Y'all should be a group, right?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so yeah, at that point it was uh, me, uh, me, Morris, Callie, mm-hmm. AD. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kenzo. Okay. And we were all chilling at the crib one day. And at that point, up to then, like before People's Tree or Treatum or any of that happened, we was already like cutting tracks together. Right. Like Callie came in eventually. Like he was the young homie. Mm-hmm. Um, Callie just, I don't even remember how. Callie got plugged in with us through his homie, Esai. I don't know if Isai. y'all know Esai. You know Esai? All right, so Eastside brought Callie to the house one day, okay. and I came down to the house, and everybody was ciphering in the living room. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's how I got introduced to Callie. Okay. And then Callie started coming around a lot, mm-hmm. and we started recording and shit. So the treehouse isn't on 46th, so no, like... it is. It is? Yeah. The treehouse The one that I've been to and everything? That was on 46th? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking high. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And bad. then there was the Honey Hive Lab. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. And then, um, so yeah, so Callie started coming around. Mm-hmm. So then us three were making a lot of tracks, and whoever came over, it's mm-hmm. like we were just always cutting songs every day. No doubt. And then um, Morris, I think Kenzo met Morris before me through E, okay. like that, through coming through that other studio. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I met AD at the Honey Hive studio mm-hmm. um, through Quipto because mm-hmm. they knew each other. Mm-hmm. So he, then he started coming around. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and we were all just, we were just hanging out, bro. We were just hanging out, making music, mm-hmm. hanging out, making music. And then eventually, People Street happened. And Fire. so, uh, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we had our first gig. Um, uh, it was uh, in Half Moon Bay, I think, at East Birthday. Uh, at the old party. Princeton Landing? Yeah, it was Man, for East Birthday. Old Princeton Landing. Yeah, that was, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> That's a crazy place. I feel like lots of crazy stuff has happened in the old Princeton Landing. I've only been there once. Like, uh, no, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like in a good way. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I'm like saying? Fun. Like that was like that was a moment, bro. Right. For sure. No for surely. What about now? Like, do you have any? Like, do you have any? I kind of talked to you about this off air a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. but do you have any kind of aspirations to put out like a an album right now? As of, far of your as own, what, of, of your own? own, yeah. I think that's a goal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear that. Even if no. you didn't put it out, I'd love mm-hmm. to just hear one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> exclusive yeah, drop. Can you email that to me. <laughs> Got you. That um, would be sick if people started doing that. No, sorry. Go ahead. Hey, and real quick though. Yeah. Before we get off that topic, gotcha. like, shout out to E, bro. Shout out like, to E. Like y'all though, know, bro. like, um, mm-hmm. like working with them in like the watershed and yes. all that, and just like, man, he does a lot. Mm-hmm. For young artists, like even when I first met him, yeah, he was like, you know, he was super like he had, like, he was putting Nate on a lot, yeah, and like letting Nate like perform during his sets and things like that. And the same thing he did for us, and it's done for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like I've gotten to open up for some of the like my heroes, yeah, because dude. of him. Me too. And he ain't never have to do that, man. No, you know, so it's like peace to you, Unc. I know you listening, and like <laughs> hella appreciate that shit, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. a round of applause for Equipto and Radio. Thank you, Equipto. Salute. Solidarity, Board Stiff, all those OGs, Max, man. Like, you know. I got a lot of game from them, and I wouldn't be the person I am without them, or the artists, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we all gave each other something, so that's the dope thing about it. All these connections is like, it's just very organic and like, very fam like, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um. Who's your top five Bay Area rappers? Top five Bay Area rappers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Let's get into that. This is a very organized, structured show, as you can see. Just, just kidding. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Put me on the spot, bro. I know. I'm sorry, but I just I, it was it was the right time. It was the right time. Yeah. It, um. It, it, I'll just give I'll just give five. Yeah, you can just change it later. I don't mind. You know. Let's see. <laughs> I say, um, Morris Dunn. Ooh. Like, and that's not even no bias. No, like, no. Like, I, yeah. If I didn't know him <laughs> and I was listening to his shit, yeah. Like, I studied that man's lyrics, like, when we were like doing the, tri- I mean, still to this day, he's a great for show. Definitely. Like Morris is hands down one of the dopest. Hell yeah. Um, Gable, man. <laughs> e, E. Quick um, who else? Um, this is a sick three so far. I like it. Yeah, it's all gonna be, like I mean, and. 
for me, like I'm, I'm big on lyrics. Like I'm lyricists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like super. Like I just I like that. Um, man. Hyro. Anybody in Hyro? All right. In Hyro, I would say out of all the Hyro cats, my top would be. It's hard. It's super hard, yeah. bro. It's really um. <clears throat> Pep. Pep. Yeah. Pep Very intricate. Yeah. The fool's like a like a trumpet, man. The yeah. way he like articulates and like. Mm-hmm. Super it's intentional. Just the flow is crazy. Yeah. It's just this. This is it's insane. And it's intentional as fuck too. Like Facts. what he's saying. You know what I mean? With that the crazy too. ass pattern, like it's just dope as shit. And then, um, hmm. Fuck, bro. <laughs> this is intense. I like this. I hear rain. <laughs> we hear people. Yeah. Um, who did I say so far? Gable, said, Gable, Morris, Dunn, Equipto, Pep, Love, and uh, this is definitely the best top five I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't even know, bro. I okay. Like I'm gonna keep it real. Like um, I haven't been that tuned in. Right, you know what I'm saying? I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like current rappers, because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of new young cats okay. who I'm not really in tune with, yeah. and that's more where I wanted to go with it. No, that was you good. know what I'm saying? It's no, like no, the, no, like like local cats that are like really dope. So I mean, no slight on anybody. It's no just doubt. I'm not as in tune as I should be. No, I like that you did that because you know what? I've a couple of people have come in here and done that recently. Um, like I ask everybody that that we interview top mm-hmm. five something not it's not always the same top five mm-hmm. but like they but people have been saying just names of people not only that they know but that they actually know and support or like listen to their music you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that they, they're not famous that like how everyone's working to be or not mm-hmm. famous but just you know widespread. So it's cool that you. It's, that's a dope. It's a dope thing to hear that we've been doing this podcast for four Jada. years. Jada Imani, mm. she's number one. Jada, yeah. Shout out to you, sis. Shout out to Jada. She's probably listening. Yeah. All right. Which is crazy. Another person whose growth blows my mind, dude. Yeah. First time I met her, she was like, she was sixteen or something. She was probably sixteen. Wow. I met her at some show in Oakland. Like she's like you know Jada vibe super chill and like mm-hmm. I was like and we were just chopping it up and she reminded me so much of myself that's what blew my mind wow. it was like her vibe and her energy and yeah. the way she was like conversing with me right it was like automatically she just felt like family yeah mm. and then to see her up until this point and like seeing her through like the Allen Bluford Center and stuff like that mm-hmm. and all you cats like it's just seeing y'all's growth is crazy. Mm-hmm. And like getting to witness that, you know, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. No doubt. So shout out to all y'all, any artists out there just doing it, you know, just keep doing it. Because when you look at cats like Gable and Jada to you young ones or people that are in their circle, mm-hmm. it's like there's a story behind that. Just like we're here hearing my story. Like right. I've gotten to see y'all's story as well. Right. And be a part of it. And that's, oh, a, that's a beautiful thing. So what yeah. I'm saying is like you can do it. 
mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to do, like let these people that you see in your life be testaments to that and not compare yourself, but be like, like compare yourself in a sense of, oh man, like why don't I have that? It's like, why don't I have that yet? Mm-hmm. Cause you can get that if that's what you want yeah. in whatever aspect you want to achieve that. No doubt. You know, no doubt message. Thank you, man. Thank you for that message. <laughs> That's got to be an intro to an to my album or something like that. No, it's kidding. recorded, right? Yeah, it you is. Can, yeah. You can have it. Thank you, man. I'm gonna be like KRS One. You can sample whatever you want, man. I don't uh, care. Yeah, I got you. Appreciate I got you on royalties too. Facts. Yeah, no I'm doubt. With it, Liam. Did you have a question? No. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. My bad. No doubt, man. Well, I want to keep playing your music, but real quick before we kind of get into that, I want to just ask, like, what's um, next for you You know what I mean Are you like Oh about the album right? Yeah about okay. the, We were kind of talking About that album That's Like, right. But it doesn't just Have to be an album You know what I mean Like just like As a person. artist Or a person What's next for you Let's go what, as a person Okay bro. as a person Cause like that's where I'm at right now No doubt Music's always gonna happen yeah. I'm always gonna put out music And eventually I will Put out an album yeah. It's just not priority No doubt I feel like um, A lot of the things I wanted to accomplish Musically mm-hmm. Like coming from Virginia Right Like Like Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Just like real quick. Yeah. Country Boy 21 coming from Virginia gets to go to California. Mm-hmm. Gets to open up for Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. Man. Gets to get on stage and rap with Fat Lip from the far side. Wow. Gets to like uh, spar with Tri-State. When I was living in Hawaii, yeah. Tri-State from GCM, Yeah. he lives in Hawaii. And I got plugged in with him from a show we opened up with um, for E, for him and Planet Asia and wow. Rasco. Wow. So when I moved to Hawaii, I got connected with him and I was kicking it with him, like r- driving around the island and like trading bars with him. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That's insane. You could never like, you, I, at this point, I'm not in a rush to do nothing because I've yeah. like just done so much. Yeah. Those moments are, are priceless too. You know what I mean? It has not, it's like nothing like, it's different than just doing the shows and putting out the music. Facts. Yeah. It's like those moments, like that to me is more validation than anybody like liking my Instagram exactly. post. Exactly. Like Thanks. the God. Yes. MC. Yeah. Not Rock Him, but like to me, no, like yeah. Tri State is also a God. Hell yeah. As far as lyrical ability, like just his craft is insane. Right. So to be able to spit bars to him and him be like, yo, you're cold, bro. Mm-hmm. The fuck? <laughs> Can you say like another time where that's happened to you where you've kind of like met one of your idols and. I got to to go on Stephen Marley's tour bus after he performed. Oh my God. How did that happen? Shout out to the homie Steph Love. If Uh, anybody knows Steph Love. Steph Love, definitely. We went to a show with her. And um, after the show, she took us to the bus because she's like connected with him. Mm hmm. We got on the bus, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't never been so fucking nervous in my life. Because I get on the bus. Stephen Marley's in the back. Yeah. Like, towards the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. These two OG, like, gangster-looking rosters. In the bus. In the bus, sitting <laughs> on the couch, rolling up splits. Right. And then, like, uh, like uh, this older lady off to the right, just, like, crazy, like, just goddess-looking woman. Right. Energy was insane. Right. Like, you got onto that bus, and I couldn't talk. Right. Like, I was just so overwhelmed. The right. energy was so powerful. I right. felt like if, I guess as close as you can get to Bob. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that wow. energy was in that bus. And then um, 
Yeah, that was a moment. And then we ciphered with him. No shit, really? Yeah, he just like was like, all right, somebody spit something. Wow. So then he just started kind of like rapping and riffing. That's And crazy. then we all went in the circle. Who, All of us that were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Did you spit? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Do you yeah. remember what you said at all? Not at all, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to get through it. Right. Without like fucking up. You were kind of nervous. Yeah, bro. I was like, <laughs> the whole time I was in there, I was just hell in my head. I was oh, like, yeah. man... I'm super lit right now. Yeah. Like most people that know me, like y'all, y'all know, like I don't really smoke like that. Right. But at that show I smoked. Right. I was way too zooted. Cause you didn't know you were going to meet him. Right. Exactly. Right. So I'm freestyle? like, yeah, yeah I did freestyle. Nice. I don't remember what I said, but I did it. And he was just like, you know, like y'all are dope. That's You know? Crazy. And like, so that's another moment where it was like, it's like a, it's like a balance though. Cause it's like not everybody gets to go around those people mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it's like what is the reasoning for that like your energies right. match on a certain level so that also goes to show me the potential i have as a human and where my vibration is at man you know you have to be on some type of level within yourself to get next to people like that how, how do you like can you is that something that can be um like that one can like can someone train themselves to have a certain energy or is that something you're born with hmm like you know what i mean like if someone is having like a difficulty in life being i don't want to say but like grounded so grounded but social as well like being able to function in like the world that they want to function in you Mm. know what i mean like can they fix that can they can they and i don't want to say fix but can they change their energy to to be that okay give me give me a little bit more context so you're saying somebody who like they're not vibrating at like like they're not on a certain frequency okay so correct me if i'm wrong like what i kind of heard what i'm kind of hearing is like um you know it's like it's a special energy right That, Mm. that that one has to be yeah okay okay i get get what you're saying you know what what i mean like can you obtain that can you tap into it right yeah of course okay how do people do that they um really it just comes down to knowledge itself Mm. for me i think taking time and really getting to know like that voice i was talking to right Mm -hmm. it's like taking that time to um listen to that voice see what it's saying to you talk to it ask it questions no doubt eventually like i said that line you said that really stuck with you right you know just practice patience right it's like the more in tune you get with yourself you start to see yourself in your surroundings Mm -hmm. the more i focused on california i started seeing it everywhere wow right yeah so it's all about to me, it's all about knowledge itself, and I think that's why the woo is so important. Right. Because in any any like all mo, any hip hop group back then, especially that was on that like God body like type stuff with the, right. like uh, like five percenter right. type stuff. Right. That was really hip hop was like immersed in. Right. Was a part of it. Right. It's like finding that inner God. No doubt. Like we're all creators. Mm-hmm. We all. You know, if you read the Bible and if we're all made in God's image, then we're children of God, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're the child of something, when you have the, you know, within reason, the same attributes. Right. So I think it's like a potential that um, it's an untapped potential. And some people, maybe they don't come across it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're not in a space where they they get that validation to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody has something in them, whether it's building 
whether it's just being a good conversationalist. Mm -hmm. Everyone has something that they're naturally gifted at that they can't explain. And I think when you're able to tap into that and Mm -hmm. you follow that and you don't let these other motherfuckers, whoever they are, Mm -hmm. y'all know who you are. Now I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) We know who you are. We know who you are. (laughs) Um, Get in the way of that. No doubt. Then it's like, can't nobody tell you shit. Yeah. Like, you know who you are. Yeah. And once you have that, you got to stick to that. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anybody follows me on Instagram, you saw this post I put up this morning about tapping back into yourself. Right. And not letting anybody take that away from you. Right. And me, I went through a couple years, these past few years, where, like, I've been off the radar. It's like I had to go back and find that within myself. Right. Because there was something, there was a point where I lost it and I gave up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I put that post out there because I've come back to a time where it's like in 2020, I can't compromise who the fuck I am for anybody no right. more. I got to speak my truth. Mm-hmm. And if it's talking about this crazy ass spiritual out there shit, right. and that's me, right. and that's what's got me here, Hell yeah. I got to live by that. You got and to. I got to because that's like what goes into my music no and God. goes into my, every moment where I meet someone past the music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know where I was going with that, but no. like follow y'all's dreams, bro. Main point, man, because like you know what you need to do. No nobody doubt. knows that, and nobody can tell you anything. So before you listen to what somebody else says, if you really want to tap into that vibration, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, because at the end of the day, that person has their perspective based off of what they've been through. They don't know you, right? You know, nobody knows you. Right. Even the people that know you don't know you because you don't give a hundred percent of yourself to anyone right and i mean if somebody does i want to meet that person you know what i'm saying because i'm not saying i'm not i don't know right right i just based off of what i know from myself without projecting my experience on everyone else i'm just saying my experience i don't share a hundred percent of myself right you know what i'm saying so only you know and if you know what it is make it happen hell yeah there it is new thank you man you're welcome uh, i really appreciate you coming to old soul radio mm-hmm. um i think we're gonna get into the music now but if but before we get before we tune off uh is there anything else you want to say to everyone listening um shit man <laughs> i don't know bro like just just make it happen man mm-hmm. and then it's oh there was one thing you asked me okay um what was the next thing? Right. The besides next music. Thing, yeah. right, right, right. So this is the last thing I'll leave you with. And this is like, this is my next venture. Gotcha. Because I always just go out and do things. And hold me accountable for this. I will. This is recorded. Right. Like, um, and I'm doing this <laughs> one, so I have to do it. I can't take a step back. <laughs> I was talking to my mentor last night. Shout one of my mentors. mentors. Um, his name's Q. Q. I met him in Hawaii. Okay. So to get a perspective of this dude, think about like me. Mm-hmm. at 50 wow <laughs> like that's what he, re- he reminds me of like this older version of myself that's dope of like you know what i could be or something but we're on the same wavelength right? i hear you yeah so i was talking to him last night and i was like bro like i've hit this point of like i feel like i'm plateauing again and not necessarily as far as like where i'm located mm-hmm. but within my soul right it's like a certain level of truth that i'm trying to unlock within myself right you know like and He's uh he was like the way that he found himself. Mm-hmm. He's um he's actually he's a figure model, mm-hmm. right? So he goes to schools and they paint him. Okay. Right. So he explained it to me like this. He's like, bro, if you really, really want to know who you are, 
he said that's one of the craziest like forms of meditation he's ever done because mm-hmm. he goes to these stages one you have to be naked mm-hmm. that's crazy you yeah. gotta be naked in front of a bunch of people yeah. now if you equate that to like your truth and giving your truth to people yeah that's the rawest piece of yourself you can give somebody yeah. right yeah. like and not in a sexual way or nothing. It's just right. you bearing it off. <laughs> right. For real. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, if you can get on a stage naked <laughs> in front of anyone yeah, for that long, yeah, what can anybody tell you? Have you done that? No, I'm going to. Okay. Oh, wow. You're going to do that. Yeah. That's what's next for me. Wow. And I'm saying it with this conviction and I'm saying it on the radio on old soul and radio. now I have to do it. You have to do it. Because he told me, he was like, bro, he was like, I'm telling you, man, you do that, your life's going to change. Because he he said he sat up there for so long, and the time he spent having people observe him in his his raw form, form. it's like he's had to face aspects of himself that he didn't know he was uncomfortable with. Because it didn't come up until those moments. So imagine where your mind goes in a space like that. Hmm. So that's like... The next thing for me. I've like done I've done all kinds of crazy shit. I've gone and meditated yeah. in silence for ten days. Yeah. Like done a lot of like interesting things, like you said before. Like I just I just like where'd to jump. Where'd you do that? I did that in Northern California. It's a, a type of meditation called Vipassana meditation. Mm. It's ten days of silence and you can't make eye contact with any of the other people Whoa. there. So imagine that. It's like being in this room or being somewhere with people. And you're all going through your traumas, right? your triggers, the shit that you didn't know fucked with you. Right. Like, like, I remember a memory coming up where, like, a kid in kindergarten took a crayon from me and I was pissed about it. Right. I ain't thought about that shit since, like, kindergarten, right? But you thought so about that there. That day. Wow. So it's, like, that type of experience where you just, like, tap into, like, a very deeper side of yourself. So I imagine doing that, being a figure model, mm-hmm. would be, like whole nother level of that but you're the center of attention you, oh a figure model okay now yeah. i get it i thought you were gonna like perform naked no, or something no i'm just gonna stand there <laughs> i got it my <laughs> in that meditation what'd you call it again vipassana with a v and do vipassana. you eat throughout that yeah you eat all um all vegetarian like vegan meals wow but the thing is and you, you stay only- in one spot the whole time or you go, go go you get up to go eat like how does it all work um, do we got time? We got time. Okay, yeah, we got cool. time. Yeah. So the schedule goes like this: you wake up in the morning. You wake up at like four thirty in the morning. Yeah. All right. Okay. They ring the bell. Got it. You go up to the meditation hall. You meditate for an hour and a half. Okay. After that meditation bell, they they ring another one. You can go back, and at this point, you can practice, continue to practice in the hall for another hour, mm-hmm. or you can go back to your room. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes. At that point, when you get the free time to go to your room, mm-hmm. some motherfuckers go back and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I did that a couple of times. So I'm not right. going to lie. Right. But, um, or you try and meditate and you just end up falling asleep. Right. So after that, after that next break, that's when you have breakfast. Okay. So you eat, breakfast usually consisted of, for me, it was like oatmeal, right. like some raisins, some brown sugar. Some fruit. Maybe. And some fruit yeah. and a tea. Okay. Then you go meditate pretty much until lunchtime. Wow. Same situation. So you meditate for like in these hour sessions. And there's no phones or anything anywhere. They take your phone, notebooks, papers. Oh, you like, don't have any of that. You can't have nothing. Anything. Oh my God. Yeah. They don't even want you like, they're like, don't perform any physical activity. Like just be fully focused on the meditation. No push-ups. No push-ups, no stretching, nothing. 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty much the flow. And then, like, for lunch, you would have, like, um, or I guess it'd be lunch slash dinner. You would have your meal. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the last thing you would have would be fruit and tea. Wow. So you didn't you didn't even really eat that much. And so it was like, talk. huh? Because you're and not you know, really, and you're not talking. You're not really doing much, so you don't need a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're not That's speaking. That's the idea. And you're not speaking at all. Besides, in your head, and there's no one else speaking to you to tell you to go this way or that or anything like that. You have like a um a guide at the beginning that kind of like explains things to you and how things go, and you can meet up with him and talk to him. Oh, you can talk to him. You can talk to them, okay. and then you can like meet up with the teachers. But they only tell you they tell you the same shit every time you go. They like they don't really give you much. You're there by yourself, right? In a sense. And did right. they? You don't make eye contact during that, or you do? It it occasionally happens, and you just respectfully just like put your head down right. and like just keep going. Yeah. But then it's weird because then you're in your head and you forget that you're not supposed to look at people. So like you look at somebody and they look away and you're like, "Fuck, did I do something?" <laughs> like you know, and then you remember like, "Oh yeah, we're not supposed to talk." So do you feel like deprived or anything during this? Nah. You don't. It it definitely restless. You start counting down the days. Um, a lot of people like freaked out and left. Wow. Like like, yeah, they couldn't handle it. Yeah. They were just like I remember one girl, she got up like screaming and she was like, They're trying to get me like like thought it was like some cult shit. Like Like, some people freak out. They lose it. That was like what, they day two or like day eight <laughs> she made it to like day three or four maybe yeah um and people were dropping like flies bro like you look around when you get in the room mm-hmm. like oh he didn't he didn't make it <laughs> she didn't make it do you feel like even though there's all these kind of you know rules you're still kind of getting to know these people yeah yeah essentially like um you start pe- pe- picking up on people's things right you know, you're like, oh, okay, I see how you move. Right. Like, there was one dude who was not swayed by it at all. Wow. Like, this fool was just, like, hella just, he was in his element. Yeah. Like, and I watched him a lot. Like, he would, like, walk around, and, like, this was a dude that had, like, lizards in his hand and, like, wow. was fucking with the animals and shit and crazy. Just That's some next crazy. level stuff. Did you ever get to, like, talk to some of these people, like, at the like, afterwards? Like, oh, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, um, on the last day, um... You come together and then you actually meet people, and it's funny like how how you said like how I said um you start picking up on people's stuff like one homie he came up to me and he was like you're a musician aren't you, and I was just like how you figure that out, and he was like to be real he was like um the way you dressed right because I mean y'all know like how I dress right. like I, I like to dress yeah you oh you wear your normal clothes or you yeah wear your own clothes? yeah so like within reason like I had comfortable clothes but I had like my type of clothes right. so I was like super loud <laughs> so homie was like I could tell by your vibe and then he was like honestly he was like black dude that's in the meditation <laughs> he said that yeah he was super real he was a cool ass dude he ain't mean like he ain't mean it in no ill way in a bad way yeah, yeah you could just tell he was just like thinking logically right he was right. like okay <laughs> you're in the meditation you're out here and you made it the whole time he's like you're some type of artist bro or something and i was like yeah yeah so you know i still talk to that dude to this day actually nice um but yeah man that's it next thing yeah we did the did the meditation next thing i'm trying to do be a figure model i think that'd yeah. be cool i'm researching it right now that's crazy because i i don't know what i missed you said figure model i really thought you were gonna like do a rap show naked <laughs> oh man yeah, me too. would you do that 
That's I don't know if San I... Francisco shit right there. Man. I won't say I wouldn't. Right. See how figure modeling goes. Yeah, see how figure modeling goes. And yeah. then, um, because, yeah, I don't know. Why not? No doubt. <laughs> I just guess I'd have to find the space that would let me do that. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> new NASA. Let's give him nude NASA. <laughs> to, the, to new. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. You're welcome here anytime. You already know that, though. Facts. But, um, yeah, man. Salute to you and uh, congratulations and good luck. Thanks, fam. No doubt. This is, uh, what is this? You want to introduce Products of Brotherhood? Oh, oh. Yeah. This is, uh, these are some tracks. I don't know what he has queued up, but these are, um, go I wanna, ahead. I want to get into the, the beginning, what we talked about earlier. Oh, okay. So this is the beginning um, with DJ Hilo and myself, mm-hmm. Products of Brotherhood, um, 46 Ave, 46 Chambers. 46 Chambers. Man, yeah, man, water movement, warriors on the avenue. Hell That's yeah, what we called it. Wow, yeah. wow, I like Wada. that. Wow, the W O T A. That was Kenzo was doing. Oh, Wada. Wada. Yeah, I thought it was just Wa. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> like W O A. I feel like that sometimes. Yeah, I feel like that. Wa. For some reason, on the is one word to me in my mind. Mm, true. Yeah. True. 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 But yeah, man. Um, no the beginning. The beginning. All right, with that song out of the way, this is like the, the part where, you know, I talk to y'all because I need to catch my breath and everything, but I'm going to, you know, share my vision with y'all, our vision. You know what I'm saying? It's a combined effort. But this product, like I said, we're working on is called Products of Brotherhood. Our movement is through this music. You know what I'm saying? Like, us being here together is like a culmination of what we're trying to do. This music is just the beginning. It's a platform to bring everybody together. Then once you have everyone together, nothing is impossible. Like, look how many people we have here. Look how many different-minded, like, like-minded, but different-minded. We all got different, like, things that we do, creative things. But if we bring them together, what could we accomplish? You take an artist, you take a DJ, you take an MC, what do you get? Think about that on a greater scale. Think about that on a greater scale. It's about bringing it all together and bringing the community together and just really thriving together because that's what it's all about. We all look different, but we all are humans. We all are the same being. We all are the same species. So why aren't we working together for a better tomorrow and today? You feel me? That's the type of shit I'm on and trying to be on and trying to have everybody on. You know what I'm saying? It's all good vibes, good love, good energy. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's all about just cultivating soul energy amongst the brothers and the sisters, breaking bread together, doing events, which we plan to do, you know? Just stay in touch with us and keep an eye out for products of brotherhood. And uh, talk to us after the show if you want to be more involved with what it is we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying?
There's a reason you're here living. Yeah, you struggle through certain predicaments, but at the end of it, the struggle is beautiful, isn't it?
fresh fish. People take cake to blow the candles with death swish. That's it, stuck in his chest, kill it with death's kiss. Busted in the front, now I'm sneaking out the exit. Class was too slow, clawed the different textures. I didn't like his fit, so I studied Buddhist lectures. My semesters was modeled in real life, and I never funded college because it didn't feel right. I'm the keep it real tight, hitting snail with the vocal cords. Focused on the lock, but I got the key that opens doors. They laying lovers, I'm in the sea of a coastal war. You look into the gov, I'm like, what the fuck is you open for? I sit in prayer position on the ocean floor, meditate the mission and execute it with perfect form. Running through the sand, but never seen a desert storm. A real king tumble, yeah, he walks the earth in peasant's form. I was once blind, walking through the dark. Opened up my mind, hit my mental with a spark. Now I lift my blindfold so that I can see. You can do it too, yeah, come on and follow me. I was once blind, walking through the dark. Opened up my mind, hit my mental with a spark. Now I lift my blindfold so that I can see. You can do it too, yeah, come on and follow me. I'm going to talk about consciousness. Uh, why is that curious? Well, it is the most important aspect of our lives for a very simple logical reason. Namely, it's a necessary condition on anything being important in our lives that we're conscious. You care about science, philosophy, music, art, whatever. It's no good if you're a zombie or in a coma, right? So consciousness is number one. They claim to know my story, but they lack in pages. I use them to roll the holy sacrament with the sages. Every day I'm feeling blessed, stepping over stress, anxious just to see what's next up in my vision's quest. Getting messages from other places. Too many folks swallow blues the red pill is what i'm facing they choose to live in fear i choose to fucking face it if your dream is in your face then i suggest you fucking take it you can only go as far as your limits let you so i live limitless spreading love with conscious effort the elite catch your eyes and televised lies they tell you get rich or you better buy trying not me i'm opening all three fall inside of the fractal i listen as hope weeps it tells despair to be cool don't proceed with giving up Even when your demons rush, fake cats nexus, real cats respected, eliminate squares with my lines like Tetris. We all connected, the universe is our nexus, the flower of life is showing up in ancient architectures. The Lou in Paris, Osiris Temple up in Egypt, the Vinci Druid to a wake-up call for all you sleepers. Question existence, anything is possible, you look for earthly answers and I'm looking where the comets float. I was once blind, walking through the dark, opened up my mind, hit my mental with a spark, now I lift my blindfold, so that I can see, you can do it too, yeah, come on and follow me, I was once blind, walking through the dark, opened up my mind, hit my mental with a spark, now I lift my blindfold, so that I can see, you can do it too, yeah, come on and follow me, follow me, follow me.
Sunday evening here in San Francisco, California. We're here every Sunday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. I want to give a special thank you to Mutiny Radio, Pam Benjamin. We love y'all. We uh, we appreciate everybody here, and I hope that y'all stick around for the final hour with the Archivist. Shout out to the Archivist, and shout out to the final hour. This is uh, Sunday Nights, and uh, we're going to play a song. Do you want to say what song this is? This song is called Till It's Gone. That's it. Till It's Gone. Till It's Gone. It's a dope song. (laughs) Till It's Gone, and there it is. Oh, yeah, and and Nate happened to bring the, uh, the, the archivist happened to bring the CD, the Talib Kweli CD. Oh, the, it was the talking about, so return to flick, the start of his show, he's going to get into that, I think. Yeah, but we're not supposed to say that yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he going to say that? Yeah, it's his thing. He says things. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Stay tuned for that <laughs> final hour. Till it's gone. Till it's gone. Yo, every day we battle with our wants and our needs. Better perspective of priority. What you mean? Every day on this quest, I level up. Many steps through the haze, I'm jumping over the mud. I admit I got it good. There's more that I'm capable of. Visionary building a boat before a sign of the flood. Wanting this queen, hoping she wants me. But I know she's chasing the dreams, cause I've been watching the screen. Reruns of my memory scene, vivid, serene, and I'm living supreme. You ever have a doll, leave it behind just so you could grow. Time for one more minute, but it's too late. Cause now you in it, possibilities infinite. Venting through this intricate expression for my soul's replenishment. Breaking molds, paying souls. The growth is limitless. The pain is proof that you live in. Give thanks for what you've given. Cause it could be gone in an instant without a trace or a sign of forensics. They say you don't know what you got till it's gone. My goal's to get it back. This journey's getting long. I wonder if I'll make it. Testing all my limits on this pathway to greatness, no faking. They say you don't know what you got till it's gone. My goal's to get it back. This journey is getting long, and I wonder if I make it. Testing all my limits on the pathway to greatness. 